Welcome to another episode of My Arundel Biz Podcast, powered by Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation. I'm Grayson Orfe, and as a spoiler alert, the guy who you go to, to for me to tell you to reboot your computer, because I'm the IT guy. <laughs> and uh, I'm Steve Adams, Marketing and Outreach Manager at AEDC, and uh, also our PR guy. So um, with that in mind, I do recall about a year ago, writing quite a bit about um, some quote-unquote disasters that happened in Anne Arundel County, that being a, a tornado and a lot of flooding. And um, the reason I'm mentioning that is because whether you knew it or not, uh, September happens to be National Preparedness Month. I'm going to go to the script for this to get it right. An observance that seeks to raise awareness of the importance of preparing for disasters and emergencies from tornadoes and hurricanes to kitchen flooding and gas leaks that could happen in homes, businesses, and communities at any time. So I'm therefore very pleased to be coming to you from the headquarters of Clear Restoration and Pre-Disaster Consulting here in Millersville, just off of I-97 and pleased to be introducing you to CLEAR's Chief Revenue Officer, Vince Scarfo. Vince, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. And uh, just to kick things off, because um, I know you guys do a lot of different things, if you could just tell us uh, a bit about CLEAR, your background, um, you know, who you guys serve, what you do, even uh, how you got your, your cool logo and colors yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. if you could throw it in there. Yeah. So the Clear uh, was birthed out of two companies, uh, rebranded about two years ago. The two companies that most people in Anne Arundel County know are Cunningham Rug Cleaning and Textiles and Evans Textiles and uh, Contents Cleaning. Okay. And due to customer demand, that uh, blended into one company, which is now, as you articulated, Clear Restoration and Pre-Disaster Consulting. Yep. And, um, and the company started in 2006. We rebranded two years ago. Uh, my partners picked the beautiful colors behind us and, and the logo. Um, we do struggle a little bit with the name Clear because as most people look and Google the word Clear, what pops up is TSA approved yep. vendor. Yep, so um, now if you Google Clear Restoration or Clear Pre-Disaster Consulting, uh, you, it's easy to find us nowadays. Right. Um, my background: I spent most of my career thus far in uh, large commercial in large companies. Uh, I worked for three Fortune 50 companies. I did wow. 22 years at UPS. Okay. Started off as a package car driver and left there, managing part of their government relations office in, on Capitol Hill. Went over to FedEx and spent uh, five years at FedEx then went to GE and spent six years at GE. Um, uh, my last role with them was managing an operation for them. Then I started uh, a uh, uh, climate mitigation company with a couple of my buddies. Uh, we've got a pilot project over at Back River Wastewater Treatment Plant to mitigate greenhouse gases. Um, started a, and sold a marketing company and Chip Cunningham who started uh, Clear is one of my best buddies and uh, 
when I sold my company, um, it was a good marriage for us to kind of come together and collaborate and try to help the people in our area. Nice, that's awesome. Now the thing about it is, is that with, with your company, there's there's a need. So we, we always find, and the stories always, uh, when we talk to business owners, they found a need and they were able to capitalize on their need by creating their business. For your business, there definitely is a need, um, especially when you're that homeowner or you're that person that this, you know, that disaster happens to. Yeah. Um, what sets your business apart from the other businesses that are in the area? So I, 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 uh, I did a lot of due diligence on that when uh, Chip and I sort of began to collaborate because there are a lot of restoration companies out there and there's a lot of roofing companies and folks that can serve the community and what sets one apart from the other. Um, so Chip's vision was to really treat this as a business and execute flawlessly. And I know that sounds kind of goofy, but we went back to basic block and tackle. Mm -hmm. The first thing that we do differently, I think, than most out there is we have a formalized plan and we have a formalized plan for everything. Mm -hmm. So every approach we take, whether it's the business itself or it's walking into someone's home that has a flooded basement, the first thing we do is put a plan together. Right. Um, the next thing that you have to do is hire the right people to execute on that plan, right? Yep. So as Chip was looking at how to build the company, one of his first thoughts was hiring great people like me, right? No, just kidding. <laughs> but but um, one of his first thoughts was we need a good, a good strong leadership team. Uh, so uh, he brought folks like me on that understand business practices. I was engineer trained by UPS and FedEx and then GE Six Sigma trained me. So process improvement for me is part of my DNA. Um, <clears throat> Chip brought in our chief operating officer who is a Naval Academy grad. Oh, great. Spent 20 great years in the Marines managing wow. operations for the Marines. Yeah. Wow. Uh, went to BG&E and managed uh, 30 uh, major facilities for BG&E and about wow. another 320 outlining facilities for BG&E. Um, so another gentleman really engaged in process improvement, yep. understanding processes, making sure that we do everything exactly the same um, or at least as, as replicatable as we can from one to the other so we provide the customer that service. And then lastly, we were very fortunate to uh, bring in a lady as our chief administrative officer um, who was a consultant in the space. She spent two decades here and she is excellent at the back end of all of this, right? Mm -hmm. Because as a disaster happens, one, whether it's in your place of business, a broken pipe on the ninth floor, or the, the tornado that you guys talked yep. about that touched down in Annapolis, yep. at that moment, your head is just spinning. Right. And trying to figure out the plan of what am I supposed to do first? Who am I supposed to call? What am I supposed yep. to do? Yep. Uh, we take that complexity and simplify it, but then on the back end, most of us have insurance companies that are engaged yep. at some point. Mm -hmm. So being able to execute flawlessly on that piece of it right. is right. just as important right. as everything else. Yeah. So from a leadership perspective, that's where we went leadership-wise. Then with our people, this industry does have formalized training and you're able to achieve certain certificates uh, predicated on how deep you go in training. So we really focus in on our folks and making sure that they're trained properly, we communicate what the plan is for each homeowner or business that we enter, 
Um, we, we give them the tools by which to execute properly. And then everybody's gonna make mistakes. We try to make mistakes as minimal as possible, right. learn from that mistake and then kind of move on. So, so I would say a formalized plan sort of differentiates us, hiring the right people differentiates us. And then, ha and then once we, you have those people, training them properly, having the infrastructure built. Lastly, I would tell you, we've, we've begun a journey of sort of um, taking Fred Smith, the CEO of FedEx, like one of his visions. And FedEx's uh, internal uh, philosophy is PSP, people, service, profits. If you take yeah. care of people, people will take care of service, service will take care of profits. So in our situation, we are doing everything we possibly can to focus in on our people and making sure that they have everything that they need in order to do the job properly, and then letting them go out and, and yeah. execute. And then we yeah. monitor it, make sure everything's done properly, and, and constantly provide feedback to either the homeowner or the commercial business. Yeah. And now, oh, I'm sorry. I was just, uh, one little follow-up on that, on the administrative side of things. I've only been at uh, AAEDC um, just over a year now, but I really saw but in both that tornado and flooding instance, um, having a team in your office that can tell people, <clears throat> you know, well, you're likely going to get this much uh, covered by insurance, so wait to apply for this or that grant or loan. First, see that that um, whether it's a homeowner or a business owner, uh, yeah. that having that expertise of kind of being able to point them in the right direction, um, I think, is really important. <clears throat> you're here because it's preparedness month, right? Right. And what most of us don't do is that prepare part, yep. right? Yeah. So when a disaster happens, when that, even the flood that hits West, you know, hits Main Street all the time, right? Right. West Street. Um, the McGarvey's of the world and everybody else down there having a plan about, dude, it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, what do we, what's our course of action yeah. when it happens? Right. And um, that's, you're, I, uh, that, that's really, really important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, um, to piggyback on something that you said earlier, I know um, one of our staff members was uh, <clears throat> speaking with you about uh, job tax credit. Yep. And um, we wanted to know, uh, one, how many um, employees do you have now? Yep. And also, um, how many do you hope to have uh, while growing into the future? Yeah, so let me... <clears throat> Let me back up to the start of your comments. Your oh. office has been fantastic for us. Our core competency- We'd love to hear that, well, thank you. <laughs> well, they have. Our, our core competency is the restoration space and helping people design pre-disaster planning. That's what we do really well. Mm -hmm. What we don't do really well is connect with federal government and county government and state government mm -hmm. and local yeah. municipalities. Like we don't know that space at all. So right. your office, when when uh, when we first went to them, we're like, fellas, we have and ladies, we have no clue what we're doing. But could mm -hmm. you? Here's the type of business we are. Could you help us understand what's available to us? Right. So the grant that they educated us about is a grant that, um, and and don't quote me on the numbers, but I think if you agree to hire 25 people over a 24 month period, mm -hmm. and you keep those people for at least a year, then there's some dollars that have trickled into the right. county that we would, yep. we would get benefited from. So we uh, agreed on December 28th of last year that we would, we would follow this path and go down that. The second part of your question about how many employees do we have? Mm -hmm. Kind of a difficult situation, right? Because 
Um, today, the weather's beautiful out. We don't have the phone ringing a lot because mm -hmm. people are having issues. But when the tornado came through and floods come through and it's raining really hard, holy moly, we need a lot yeah. of people. So, so full-time staff today, we're probably just under 50 people. Okay. But when something like that, I'll, I'll give you one more for example. About three years ago in downtown Baltimore, a 17-story building had the roof explode off the building. Jeez. It happened on December 23rd. Oh, wow. Because of the situation, uh, the federal folks said, nobody go into this building. Well, mm -hmm. of course, it rained for three or four days. So you oh, had wow. rain coming into this building. On December 26th, when we were allowed into the building, we had 240 people on site, all the equipment to manage and clean wow. 17 stories of office yeah. building, take all the contents out, clean them, store them. So it's a hard question to answer how many yeah. people, but officially yeah. we're just under 50, but so 50, we can accord 50 to 1,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you have, you have to have that ability, so. Yeah. Sure, especially like when you're a business owner and something happens, you know, you don't know what to expect. Yeah. You know, um, I just recently had, um, my whole basement flood out and so with that happening i was like i didn't know what to do i didn't know where to go yeah, i didn't yeah. know you know and so you know when you're in that situation you want to make sure that you get uh first of all you want comfort you yeah. want somebody to say hey this is okay this happens all yeah. the time you know and so um you know just being able to have uh a company that'll be able to respond like that i yeah. mean i think you guys are are very important to um not only homeowners, but especially business owners as well. Yeah, I, I would yeah. tell you one of the paths that we uh, strategically decided to go down was to become a full service restoration company. So what mm -hmm. the heck does that mean, right? So for us, when you're that homeowner or you're that business and you don't have a formalized plan, or even if you do have a formalized plan, do you really want to deal with eight or nine contractors coming at you going, I right. do this piece, I do this piece, yeah. I do this piece, yeah. I do this piece. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, how am I coordinating all that with my insurance company? Right. So what we decided to do was invest in an infrastructure that we could be that full service provider. Mm -hmm. So when the tornadoes came through, and to your point, the homeowner is in the front lawn crying because he or she doesn't know what to do, right. you can put your arm around him and go, yeah. I, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Let, let me let me first put a plan together for you, but everything else, I gotcha. I'll take right. care of it. Right. So we're we're blessed to have good partners. We don't we don't do roofs like we don't, mm -hmm. that's not our, our forte, but we've got great partners here in Anne Arundel County that kind of help us out and take that piece. But we quarterback it all for that homeowner or that business. Yeah, yeah. I think having one one main go to really can uh, make a a somewhat inevitably bad process, much smoother than it otherwise would be, Well, it just gives be, you I that guess. comfort, right? Yeah. I mean, we take the complexity out of it because we've done it so many times that, that we know what to do, but being able to sit down and, with someone and just go, okay, here's what we're gonna do right. week, week one. Yeah. This is, you know. Right, right, yeah, that's, that's awesome. And uh, I think going back to some of, some of the good contact our office has had with you guys. Um, I know uh, you are in the pursuit of um, a small business infrastructure improvement pilot program grant. That's a mouthful. SBIIPP is the acronym there. And uh, that's something that the county executive launched. Um, it was back in December of 2021. 
and I know that was to help small businesses afford the infrastructure improvements necessary to start or expand business operations. So all that being said, I was just wondering how uh, you first learned about that opportunity and um, what, what uh, made you guys decide to pursue it. Yeah, so again, out of your office, Wes and Steve yep. have been really good to us. Um, uh, one of them had asked me, what else could we do to help you guys? And I said, we're on well and septic as a business back here. And not only are we on well and septic, but the 12 or so businesses around here are on well and septic. Yeah, for all the viewers out there, this is a uh, quite large industrial park that we're in. So definitely a lot of people. Uh, and, and, that need that. And literally right behind us is a tributary called the Severn Run that okay. drops into the Severn River right yep. over here. So I am, had no absolutely nothing about septic uh, systems, but dumping all that into uh, Mother Earth, I can't imagine is really a good thing. So yeah. your folks educated us to uh, a program that uh, federal dollars were trickled down to the state and then down to the county. There's a grant set aside to help companies like us connect to public sewage. Right. So what we did was we, uh, I, I then picked up the phone and started calling uh, the other folks that own the, the buildings around here and companies yeah. around here and said, hey, I know you're in the same situation we're in. Mm -hmm. Would this benefit you as well? So collectively, um, we all put letters together. There were financial pieces on our end that we were responsible for. Mm -hmm. So we've done our due diligence. Literally last night, Chip and I hosted a meeting of all the building owners. Um, the Severn River Association has also helped us and educated us to what's available and what could be done. So collectively last night, we agreed to continue the pursuit. It's a first come, first serve sort of grant. Right. We don't right. know whether we're gonna get it in or not, but right. at least we now have um, all the drawings and all the engineering work yeah. done. Uh, we've completed our phase and, and we submitted that to the county like last week. Awesome. Well, yeah, it being a pilot program, you know, it, I know it might uh, be an ongoing, might turn into an ongoing one. Yeah. So that's, that's great to hear. Now, for a very serious part of our podcast, I don't um, take my job lightly. Uh, I really feel that as our servants of the county, we need to be able to give you the most important information when it comes to businesses, when it comes to everything. That's why we created this segment called Top 5. Yep. And in Top 5, we want to know, what are your places to eat, <laughs> to shop, to have fun in Anne Arundel County? Yeah, we know you get around the county. So. Yeah, we definitely get around the county, but we're, we, we are really fortunate in the county that we've got everything we need right here. Like, you really don't have to leave. Yeah. So I would tell you, um, um, my girls in the house are big fans of the cottage. Um, we have one here in Severna Park, and yep, then there's uh -huh. one on West Street in Annapolis. Yep. So they do a lot of their shopping there. And then we also have a dog, and my wife is uh, in awe by the quantity of birds that we have along the Severn River. So uh -oh. um, all for pets and the Wild Bird Center, both in Severna Park, yep. are our go-tos to, to sort of help that help them out. Um, I'm a big fan of the Anne Arundel County Garden Center, which is also here yeah, in yeah. Severna Park. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a 
freak about my lawn, so I like doing yeah. all that kind of uh -huh. stuff, and that's uh -huh. where I go. Um, and then um, there's a place called Harbor Spirits that happens to sell some things that I like. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I'm a big fan of that place as well. Uh, for food, I got to tell you, we're Davis's fan in the Eastport. Okay, port. very like, nice. That's very dog friendly too. It, I that know. is that's our go-to. Cool. And then, and then probably Vin uh, 909 is yep. a, a big spot for us too. Nice. And then I would say sort of that just being in a good vibe and having cocktails and eating McGarvey's. Nice. So there's there's my top a lot five. Of good, I, a I, lot of good spots. I will tell you one thing though, um, in the business that you guys are in, I think it takes a toll on your personal life as well because balance needs to be a part of it. When you're the person that always puts on the cape and comes yeah. to the rescue, yeah. you kind of need that balance of being able to take that time off, be able to go eat and have a good time and all that. So it's, it's, it's always important. It's, yeah, but I would tell you, Grayson, um, I'm not that guy with the cape. Uh, no. Our employees are those yeah, guys yeah. with the cape. I Absolutely. mean, that phone rings 24-7, 365. Yeah. Those folks that wake up in the middle of the night and go out to someone's home or go to a commercial right. business, they're the heroes in all this, yeah. not me. I, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to help manage the process and. Yeah make sure they have all the tools they need to get the job done. Right, right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess uh, for my top five then, um, I'm gonna do something I often do, which is doing a kind of serious one than a not so serious one. But uh, for my serious one, it being uh, National Preparedness Month, I'm wondering what your top five or more tips are for um, whether it's business owners or homeowners what they can do to best prepare, as we've discussed, um, to, to make disasters that are somewhat inevitable, not as bad as they otherwise might be. Yeah, so, so um, we've also, uh, so, so to answer your question, we've seen sort of a phenomena happening in the last couple months, maybe into the year, um, where more commercial business owners from their insurance providers mm -hmm. are saying, hey dude, you got a plan? Like, right. where is it? Right. And I can tell you from managing facilities back for those companies I was telling you about, we did a really good job at having the plans, mm -hmm. but, but they were still in three ring binders or on yeah. somebody's Where's desktop. Where's your plan? Yeah. So, so, um, so the one thing we've invested heavily in of late is moving to an app-based plan. Oh. So today we've got about 86 pages when we go into a commercial building of questions, what about a riot? What are you gonna do in this event? Yeah. What's your call list? What's your internal call list? What's your external call list? Do you have everybody? So our, our desire is to move that, we've got to build, but we're still working on it, but uh, to move it to an app where wow. I've, got a, I've got a leak on the ninth floor behind the men's room, what am I supposed to do? Mm. Oh, here's the shutoff valve. So I can mitigate risk as much as possible wow. by having that, but to answer your question, what, what do we as a homeowner or that commercial business do? It's not rocket science. It's one, have a daggone plan. Mm -hmm. Two, communicate that plan to everybody that needs communicated right. to, and then practice the plan, right? So, right? so we don't really do that well. Some companies do it extremely well, but, but a lot of us don't do that well, especially in our residential homes. And then um, as we know, a uh, hurricane is coming up the East Coast or an event is coming at us, pull your family together that night at dinner and go, hey, remember if, if yeah. something happens, yeah. we're all gonna meet here, this is what we're gonna do, this is how we're gonna use, because 
the cell towers go down, like you've got to have right. a plan. Right. So that's, yeah, that's might that's not a, answer your question. No, those are exactly. great answers. Yeah, just having the plan. Like, it, it makes me think a lot of, um, you know, somewhat similar to having a will and knowing, right. you know, for because you constantly hear about people not having that and other you know, family members not knowing what, yeah. what's, what's happening. Well, so. and, and the backside of our company name, right? Pre-Disaster Consulting, that's what we do. We've been doing it for a long time, mm -hmm. but we've now seen more and more people asking us to come help them do it. So we were like, you know what? We're building these great plans, but they're still on paper. Like we yeah. need to move this to, to the ability of having access to it immediately. Yeah. So right. that's kind of the direction we're heading. Yeah. And I guess then for my uh, a little less serious one, if if you could uh, re recall some of the more memorable, I guess, events or situations that uh, you've either responded to yourself or heard about responded to um, by the team here. I was fortunate in the mid 90s to be on loan to the United Way of America for three years and during that the floods hit the, the middle of the country and I was fortunate to uh, uh, helicopter over that and just kind of like what we're seeing on television today with Kentucky, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. People yeah. that are just devastated, families that have lost their, their children. Right. It, it's, it's absolutely terrible. Um, I can tell you two years ago, my, my son lives, our, uh, lives in Raleigh, North Carolina mm -hmm. and my, uh, she at the time was 11 year old my daughter and I are driving to his house and using Waze or GPS to kind of get there. And my phone starts blowing up. My wife's calling me, my, my daughter-in-law's calling me. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Pick up the phone and they're like, you're in a hurricane path. And I'm like, oh, wow. a hurricane path. Yeah. And you could see the skies getting dark. Mm -hmm. My 11 year old is hearing my, the, the stress and the concern in my family's voice, sure. right? She starts crying. Like that is devastating. Two, two uh, year ago, year ago, I was in the front lawn with people that were impacted by that tornado. Mm -hmm. They, you know, we, we spoke about it earlier. They had no idea what their next step should be, nor should that. Well, they right. should have, you could have had a plan, right? But so, so, and, and then the floods and, and then one more story. Last week, uh, a, a young man in Pasadena was charging a, a device on his bedroom floor, sitting on the carpet. Mm -hmm. Well, either the battery or the charger or something lit the bedroom on fire. Wow. Like, Jeez. just like things you, you know, like I go home and I immediately turn to my wife and go, all the cords have got to come off exactly, the carpet. Yeah. Like we, yeah, got, yeah. we can't do that yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just don't, you just don't think wow. about those things, so. And all those things happen in an instant. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's yep. tough. Wow, interesting. Yeah. So those those were those were were great answers and and definitely stuff that we will um, moving forward really think about, especially in uh, being prepared for. Just like you said, those incidents that happen in the blink of an eye. Yeah. You know. Um, so before we sign out, I wanted to know: um, Can you remind the people of your website and all your social handles? Yeah, so so we're you, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram. That they're the two, and LinkedIn. They're the three most social media events or uh, venues that we use. Um, you can Google, uh, use a search engine to look up Clear Restoration or look up Clear Pre-Disaster Consulting, and and then lastly, it's uh, Clear Team dot com. 
So if you want to go direct, you can go that that route too. So thank thank you all very much for Absolutely. coming in. Absolutely. Thank you very much. It's important for people to have a plan and, yes. and execute the plan. So yep. yeah, thanks a lot. Definitely. Absolutely. It's been great having you, Vince. And uh, just to remind everybody out there, you can watch this podcast and all of our podcasts on Facebook or YouTube or uh, quite recently also on Spotify, which now has video. Um, you can listen to all of our podcasts, quote unquote, wherever you get your pod. And uh, you can be sure to know about um, podcast news and all other economic development news by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, I guess before we sign off, the last thing is just to say uh, to make it a happy National Preparedness Month by spending some time planning, as we've obviously been focusing on uh, this whole podcast, um, for disasters that will hopefully never happen. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>